When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ¿Qué pasa, campeones? And welcome to the Churros! E Tacticas Podcast. My R's are almost failing on me. We're here on this beautiful Monday, December 20th. It's the last one before the holiday season kicks off. And what better way to get this last podcast in than with a massive, massive weekend in La Liga Santander. We had some big ones, folks. We had Rayo, who just continues winning, move their way up into, uh, what is it, fourth in the league standings. We had big games for Sociedad and Points against a much-needed uh, team in desperate need points in Villarreal. That was a uh, great game. That Sevilla, of course, taking one step closer to being contenders, title contenders. The only one keeping pace with Real Madrid by beating Atletico 2-1. And finally, of course, Atletic and Atletic Club, that is, and Betis as well. Duking it out. Atletic having to make a comeback. 3-2, winning their game. But, ladies and gentlemen... With the permission of Getafe getting that late winner against Osasuna, allowing them to leapfrog their way out of the relegation zone. And with the permission of Cadiz, who walks away with a point from the dreaded Bernabeu, snatching a few points away from the league leaders. It's the Gabby Show, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not beat around the bush any longer. Welcome to the Gabby <laughs> Show! <laughs> Much needed three points, and they come now again. Mighty Elche, oh, Elche, <laughs> who did make life very difficult for us, indeed. Oh, how many is no victory there? There's no victory, Kia. Easy victories in Cambarsa these days, Kia. Not even against Elche, but we did it. We got the three points in. <clears throat> Congratulations. And, excuse me. <clears throat> wow. Well, my throat you okay mm. all right well yes getting a little right. choked well, up you catch you catch your breath and i will uh just let all of our listeners know that today's episode 
is brought to you by Manscaped. <coughs> so all of the juicy talking points that Diego just mentioned, four to five massive games that had huge implications in the title standings, that title race maybe not so much, but certainly in the jostle for top four, top five, top seven. And it's all brought to you by Manscaped. Use code CHURROS upon checkout, C-H-U-R-R-O-S. Look, the holidays are coming up. Diego has two children. I have two children. <laughs> That's four churrito niños who need food on the table. So if you want to support us, you want to help us get a little bit some more cash, um, because for sure we're not getting really, we're not making a living off of churros, that's for sure. Um, this this sales pitch of... of, of, of <laughs> You like it? It's the guilt no, trip. I, it's the guilt trip. I, 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 it's, we, it's, when you bring it's our the, kids... It's the, the guilt trip. Ta- you always do that. You bring, use that tactic. Is that an Irani thing? Is that an Iranian uh, tactic to kind of throw your kids in front in the mix and be like, hey? I think it's less an Irani thing and more of a just a greasy person thing who's crying like <laughs> a victim. Um, but I, I wanted to ask you, do you think Gavi has hair on his pubes like does he have hair on his balls yet <laughs> to the, the manscape to use an old to borrow one from the great i, I, Alfredo I think Di i think Stefano, have his balls dropped yet i would say yes given what we saw against elche i think that's a fair point i think yes he it, mind you he's just 17 years old at 17 I was pretty puby, I think. Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. I was a. I started breaking hair pretty early. I remember amongst my friends, I was one of the early birds. Let's say, but Gabby looks like. Look, if he hasn't, he's definitely grown his first pubes now. My goodness, for all those doubters, no doubt, no longer doubt, no longer. This kid is the deal. Uh, it's such a pleasure to see him watch Kian, even as a, a, a Madridista. You being the connoisseur and aficionado of the game of football, I know you appreciate game when you get smacked around the face with it. And in Gavi, we have a really, really uh, very interesting player indeed who continues to press shine. Mind 17 years old, uh, taking the team on his shoulders and uh, pulling moves that remind us of the legends that have been before him. Uh I, can't make, oh yeah. I, I genuinely I love it. I'll, I'll tell you that. I genuinely love what I see from him. I love his positioning between the lines. I love his vertical passing. I love the way he escapes pressure. I love his silky touch. I love how smooth he is on the ball. Um, gorgeous goal. Obviously, he can score goals. I, I think like from... It's first goal. First goal. First goal. If you were to build a young Barcelona protege to fit what you guys love in terms of what you want to see stylistically, he's... So far, and he's 17, look, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be growing pains. You know, I'm sure there's going to be moments. I don't think, you know, like Frankie got booed on the weekend. And I don't. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, no matter how great you are as a young player, that's not you're not necessarily immune to it. But um, but from what I see so far, I'm really impressed. I really like I really liked what I saw against Elche. And obviously, this is a team that, you know, just decimated on all fronts they're struggling the morale is low they're missing players um and and there's it's not the young guns much. right now yeah it's the young guns carrying the team and, and i and i think that's that's probably part of the the silver lining in in all this is that you know all of a sudden you have these really good players you can potentially build around so it's congrats man hey look i uh you know 
I don't think the performance in Barcelona as a whole was something that you're necessarily going to applaud and cheer about, but there are things within the game that you can be happy about. Um, on one hand, you had the Gavi show. On the other hand, it's like what... I have I have a lot to say about like Ter Stegen and Eric Garcia and these guys, but... Of course. You know, it's... Um, mm. But so that is kind of like the yin and the yang of Barca right now. There's there's good young players rising, and there are just some other things that like make you scratch your head. And Ter Stegen has been like that for for a while now. So what what were your thoughts like when it was two two? Did you feel uneasy? Like how were you how are you living through that game? Yeah, absolutely, very uneasy. <clears throat> and uh, I'm very curious to hear your take, indeed, because I was very impressed. Uh, I liked what I saw from this team, obviously, in the opening half and the first sure. 45 minutes yeah. in particular. And, um, you know, the goals just were basically a, a, a testament of things that were being done very, very well. Gabi, uh, Ch- uh, you know, rather, um, in a pre-matchup, comments pre-match press conference talked about how surprised he was that some of these players uh don't understand basic positioning on the field um basic positioning or that they're facing that they get taught from a very young age at the masia ranks already so uh, and not all, obviously, there's from outside uh, that have come in uh, or to, straight to the first team, let's say, um, you would have at least thought that they would have had a basic idea of that similar sort of spacing and positioning that maybe uh, you get taught in an Ajax. Uh, we have several players with Ajax backgrounds. Um, and we don't know n- neither who, of course, he's referring to, but we can all draw our own conclusions based on a statement that he reiterated several times. So it's a point that he's trying to bring home. And clearly y- the young guns right now understand what Xavi wants from them and uh, others don't. And, you know, the the, the public expressed their uh, opinions, uh, you know, towards uh, some of these players at this point in time. Um, I think a lot of these players know that they can do better as well and, um, and should demand and, and I know will also demand better from them. And, and, and it's quite, you know, what, what stood out to me is how so Chavi reiterated how surprised he was, right? So you wonder if why these players are not understanding basic, uh, uh, positioning strategical plays that Xavi is trying to basically have this team uh, execute. And you wonder if it's because of the bad habits that they, that have grown onto them uh, in these years that they've been with Barca, these past three, four, five years that they've been with Barca, where maybe other managers have been exactly that, just subpar and not uh, Ron or not, um, say loyal or faithful to the idea that you talked about before as well about Barca playing a very sp- uh, particular and specific style of football, right? not training that more in the ground. So, um, I- I'm digressing here a little bit, Kian. I'm probably no, going I off actually, topic, I, look, but I think, uh, I think Chappie's press conference was definitely something I wanted to bring up today too because. Um, mm. Believe it or not, today for the first time, Chavi's quotes made it to the Managing Madrid website because uh, oh. he talked about Real Madrid as well. So, we, you know, that was thrown in there. He All talked right. about the, the gap in, in points. He talked about the Casemiro controversial challenge yesterday that only got a yellow card, etc. Um, but uh, very diplomatic, by the way. Very has He has not yet raised our blood pressure. He... <laughs> 
He's Chubby's a good guy. Yeah, I don't know why you guys. Uh, nah, he's a good. It's 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 inevitable. So something some some. Listen, fire. truths have to be spoken, and sometimes it hurts. And Madridistas, no, getting, I can say this from experience, are a sensitive type. So it's it's easy to to press your nerves anyway. We're not going there right now. Listen, <laughs> um, I so I'd be curious, like to the point of like. He is surprised that some of these young players maybe don't understand. I don't. Did he specify? No, no. Young I don't think players? he's referring to young players. Oh, okay. So, do you think he was referring to the players who were, let's say, quote unquote, outside of those Ajax Barca youth team? Possibly. Okay. I, I, I think maybe he's more referring to the ones coming from an Ajax. Okay. And, and these are based on my own. Yeah, you know, we're 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 left to draw conclusions on our own. I think he's. Referring to probably a very specific uh, select group of players that are playing subpar at the moment and should know better and should understand, I guess, what is what Xavi is trying to get from them. I don't think he's referring to the young players because the young have been excellent from Nico to Judgla now as well, scoring goals to Abde to obviously Gabi as well and what is still to come from Pedri uh we know that they are right now carrying the team Pedri of course uh, not included he's injured I understand but we have not that when he comes back have an immediate impact um and I think he's he's calling out a very specific group of of, of players that should probably know better and maybe have fallen um yeah, that's why I'm, tr- I'm trying to understand. Does it come from the coaches? Is it because Kuman didn't practice? Is it because, uh, well, Kike Setien spent the time that he did, but Valverde was, was, has just has been absent from the first team trainings where even players, um, you know, that are fit this kind of mold and are used to playing that specific, call it Barca, call it, uh, uh, you know, Ajax, DNA, whatever it might be, that should know. Ten Hag, you know that the players under Ten Hag will understand what Xavi would be trying to get of them and vice versa. When we talk about certain coaches fitting certain clubs and maybe systems better, that's what we refer to, right? So I say too much. I say I said too much. This is a Monday pod and I'm, I'm, I don't want to get you know in over it's my head on this it topic. Means, it uh, means uh, you're passionate about the subject. Um, I'd be curious, like if, hmm. let's say if, if I had like, if I was like a Manchester City beat writer, for example, one of the questions I'd like to ask Pep is like, hey, look, Chavi said um, he is surprised that a lot of players or some players maybe don't understand some of the positional things that he wants to implement. Right. What was your experience when you came in? Did you mm. like how, how, how much of the squad did you feel weren't on the same page and you were surprised that they couldn't figure out right away too? I, I just wonder. I, I'm curious to know like what would there be a discrepancy in those numbers? Is it, it was kind of was it similar to when Pep arrived? I'm just curious about like the task ahead. That's all. Um, but one of the th- interesting things that I, that Chavi said today was he was talking about Frankie's role, and he and he said, "Look, Frankie, I took him off because he was going up the field too much, and Frankie is not meant to do like kind of like go back and forth as a box to box midfielder." I'm paraphrasing, but he did say that Frankie is at his best when he's playing deeper and making plays from a deep position and i kind of wonder like and i was looking at kind of just trying to put it together in my head you guys play sevilla tomorrow in a massive massive game um and i'm just trying to like what will chavi do with the lineup because you know there are some of the lineup struggles will be there tomorrow as well and 
who will start in midfield? Like Busquets will, yes, for sure. Gabi will, yes, for sure. The third one is like, will it be Frankie again? Because I think it, yeah. it, it probably makes more sense to put Nico in there at this point. And I wonder yeah. if Frankie, if Chabi sees Frankie, he'll see, start seeing Frankie more of like the Busquets sub. The guy who maybe will mm. displace Busquets long term and for now just be his backup. If if that'll if does that make sense to you? I, I don't know. I'm just again. I'm just kind of. It's hundred percent. Yeah, loud right now, but. <laughs> Frankie's played that position uh, in, in a pivot role with the Dutch national team in Ajax as well. He played deeper than he did, mm-hmm. um, you know, than, than than he does now at Barca. So, excuse me, one of the well, is a burp coming up? No, it's not. Okay, uh, no, it is. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and 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 I think that. Uh, Coaches in the past have also complained that, um, you know, at Barca, he's not, well, that he's playing out of position, basically. I think that I've always had faith that uh, Frankie could adjust to more offensive uh, um, playmaking role, even if he drops in a little bit deeper, but still has a more offensive uh, focal point, let's say, in intention, because he, he can score goals as well. He actually can score goals. Um, uh, but we're... we're you know, maybe it would not be a bad idea at this moment in time for Xavi to actually keep him on the bench uh, so that he has some perspective and even assign him to a role as specific and maybe as he is used to from his previous uh, positions with his other teams to play as a Busquets substitute, which Busquets is going to need to come off uh, But, You know, Busquets, I think you can only, ideally, I think you would use him 60%. Maybe 70, it depends. I mean, uh, if you get Busquets, uh, you know, the way he plays for the Spanish national side or, you know, that level Busquets, 100% Busquets, it's, it's, <laughs> you can't get anybody better, especially for what Xavi is looking for and that's style that he wants to play. Um, but given his age, given his kind of inconsistency as well at some points, you know, it's not always prime Busquets that you get. Have him play 67%. Now, is Frankie enough to play him just at 40, 30%? You know, Xavi's going to have massive pressure on hanging on him to leave a 75 million euro player on the bench and just use him 30, 40% of his time. Obviously, he needs to be used. Now, here the question comes, you know, well, where's the priority now? Is it um, at this moment in time? I think you want to give way to the players that do understand what Xavi wants from them. That's why I'm saying that when Pedri comes back, I have no doubt that he's going to be slotted into that starting 11. And we'll probably see a better Pedri than we've seen um, in a long time with Barca in particular, right? I'm not talking about what Lucho gets out of Pedri. But, um, and that's a very high standard Pedri that needs to be in the starting 11. So you have Pedri, you have Busquets, and you can't take off Gavi. Are you going to play with a midfielder four? You can. You can. Three in the back, of course. We've seen that already. We saw it last game, right? Longley, Garcia, and, and Araujo uh, playing in the mid. But, but you know, so you're going to play a 3-4-3. Three, three. You try to squeeze Frankie in there. You play with three in the back and three up front will be Ansu, Memphis, and Dembele. Listen, uh, on paper, it's not bad. Huh? It's not bad, but... I think it all depends. Are you doing just justice to Nico, as you mentioned as well? And Nico, again, this is the the crazy thing, uh, Kian, and I'll finish just saying this. You're talking about Barca 
the first team, Barca team, the Barca A team, is being led right now by the B team. You have Gabi, officially a B team player. Nico, officially a big team, uh, B team player. Abde, Jutgla, same deal. You have Ilias, you know. Um, but let's just leave it at those guys, right? Okay. Those are B team players, man. And Gabi is actually really liking and getting more production out of them than, you know, some of the first team players. So, I mean, t- this leads into a bigger discussion. Hmm. Uh, here, let me ask you this question. I already have. I already know how I feel about this, but I'm just wondering, like, what your perspective would be. Let's say t- tomorrow's game, the p- the roles are flipped, and Barcelona are at the top of the table, and Real Madrid are 16 points behind, and Real Madrid plays Sevilla tomorrow, who are direct rivals to you. Would you look at that game and think to yourself? I kind of need Real Madrid to win that game because Real Madrid are not our direct rivals. Or would you say, I don't give a fuck. I just want them to to lose. No, 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 no. No, to be honest. Well, I mean, look, if they lose, I get a little pleasure. No, no. Losing, watching Real Madrid lose is always pleasurable, always satisfying. Don't get me wrong. However, given the context, you want Barca to win, obviously. And I would want Real Madrid to win because I'm not stupid. Points, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, let me. You know, if it, okay. I. M- my feeling is, and I've thought about this. Believe it or not, I think about this stuff a lot. <laughs> I go to bed. <laughs> I'm probably I'm like that meme, you know, like the meme where like the wife is in bed with the with the husband, and she's like, he's probably thinking about other girls, and then you like you go to my brain, and it's like, what would. What would Barcelona fans think? Would they want Real Madrid to beat Sevilla or they, would they want Sevilla to win in that situation? So, I, think I thought That's a lot funny. about this last night when I was falling asleep. Um, I still want, I want Sevilla to win because I think Barca are going to get better. They're only... So, first of all, like hmm. if I would love Barca to miss out on Europe. That's one thing. The other oh, thing is... You, you are a cruel motherfucker, man. You're a very you're evil, cruel. man. Very, very On Europe, man. even. Not, you don't even grant us the Europa League. God sure, get in, Okay, get into Europa, fine. But Thank for you, sure, man. out of the Champions League zone. And I actually, looking at it, they're only three points back now. And I just don't... Yeah, I know. Forgive me for saying this, Sevilla fans. I just don't trust you to be neck and neck for the title <laughs> race by the time like the springtime yeah. rolls around. Yeah. But I actually feel yeah. like Barca will climb their way out of it. And I say that because I don't, again, all due respect to the amazing work that Rayo Vallecano have done. And Real Betis. Fantastic. Both of those teams, Betty, fantastic. Mucho Real Sociedad Betty. have already fallen off a cliff. I don't remember the last time they won it. Yeah. It hasn't been in the past five games. Atletico are free falling. Against Villarreal. Um, I just, and, and Barca Atletico have Pedri and Ansu coming back soon Champions too. League. And that's got yes, to be factored in. That's got to be factored it's gotta in. It's got to be this. worth something. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying Barca will make up 16 points. We're going to, we're coming for you. We're going to get you. <laughs> I, I also don't like if Sevilla win tomorrow. I'm not gonna be that upset about it. That's all I'm saying. I'm happy. Hey, this sounds good. This is positive. I'll take this as a positive and as a compliment. Yeah, you still fear us enough. You fear you fear Barca Terrible. breathing down your neck, yeah. even though, even at a 16, 18 point d- gap. <laughs> you still <sighs> 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 before right. going to sleep. You're like, <sighs> 
Well, if you remember, <laughs> you have a nightmare. All of a sudden, you fast forward a few months. It's May, and all of a sudden, it's a two point gap on a last match day. I don't know who you're facing. We actually in with a shot to win the title. Hey, we've seen it happen on 2002-2003 season, folks. Go look it up. Go or, or sorry, 2003-4 season. Well, First year of Dino. At at where how big was the gap at um in the Christmas? I'm gonna look this up. How big was the gap? Two thousand three. I don't know. You're going. There's too many things to remember in football. I will. I, what Listen, I will, no, 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 no. But I'm gonna look it up when okay. when, when you're talking. I'm not gonna be rude and, and like start fucking typing away while we're uh, okay. guests. But listen, but, I, um, I was gonna say 2003. You remember, no, wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, Let me okay. just finish it. Then you All jump right. in. 2003, 2004 season. I thought you wanted, I thought you wanted season. me to talk, and you were gonna look it up. I was. I oh, was sorry. No, I was, I was just gonna say. Time. I'm sorry. We were. The gap was, I, I think, 16 points. Quote me on that, um, or I'll, I'll double check, double fact check. At the end, on the last match day, after Davids comes in, okay, David, we get Davids, so we acquire Davids in the winter transfer market. Till the very last match, they were in with a shot to win La Liga, or it might be two ma- or until two match days. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. But we, o sea, remontamos 16 puntos. We did like a 16 point comeback, and uh, in the end, uh, yeah, we missed out. Obviously, did we? Was did we win the league title that season? I'm gonna say no. Um, this is the 0 2 3 season? But this is Valencia, right? Valencia wins the win. Oh, okay. Did okay. they win? Right? At, I'll tell you. No, Real Madrid won. They, Real Sociedad oh, yeah. came second that season. I think that was the Xavi Alonso year. Mm. Um, okay. What would that... Oh, why yeah, did I say Valencia? Valencia hasn't won a league title in, a, in, in, in forever. I mean, no, uh, why, why did I say that? Didn't yeah. they? What and remember? Was it this season where? Yeah, with Benitez. Benitez. They they, they won back to back league titles. That yeah, was that season, 02, right? Oh three. No, no. Oh three, oh four. Oh, oh three, oh four. Okay, gotcha. Oh. Yes. Um, remember when? Was it this season when you? I was like, I don't trust Valencia. I can't. I just still. I yeah. feel like I'm vindicated. Like they've won a couple games in a row now, but they they definitely were never going to sustain what they achieved at the beginning um the example i was going to bring forth was the season where zidane came in halfway season and we were 11 points behind you it was <laughs> half it was past halfway right. mark it was in january or something yeah. right and we, yeah, yeah. we i think yeah. we cut it to one by the end of it um mm. so look we've mm. seen we've seen comebacks i'm not i'm not saying you guys are going to make that 16 points but i'm not saying it's impossible that you know you guys will be closer to us than sevilla will be in March, April. That's all I'm saying. Um, I just FYI, it's a heck we, have, of, we have hmm. a couple of patron questions, so just make sure to remind me, please, before the podcast ends, that we have to talk about that. Do you want to talk about Real Madrid Cadiz or Atletico Sevilla? Like, which way do you want to go here? How do you want to? Let's talk about. Yeah, let's transition. Uh, I, I would say let's talk about Atletico Sevilla, seeing as that was you know, the real juggernaut and had the biggest impact on the, on the league as well, because it of course left uh, Atletico at the Champions League spot, and whereas Sevilla makes a jump closer to um, or keeping pace with you guys, right? So uh, that's why I would have expected you to still. I mean, I get what you're saying with Sevilla not keeping up the pace because that's what we are used to from them, right? Um, mm-hmm. However, I would imagine the more space, the bigger the gap 
you can increase right now with your closest contender. Uh, because Sevilla is looking, quite frankly, I mean, good for now. Look, and they don't forget that they've been building. I mean, this has been a project in the making since Lopetegui arrived there, which is how long now? Is that this is the third season, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Sevilla are, are going to, if they have a chance, if they have a chance, this is it. Listen, I'll, I'll just say this. More than any other year, and I know that we've said this in the past, but Atletico has been the one. Now that Atletico has also dropped off, if there's any season where Sevilla would have had real title, title hopes, it has to be this season. Because despite the fact that Real Madrid is very solid and continues to you know march forward, even though, of course, a setback against Cadiz, no points, but it's a point. I mean, sorry, uh, no three points, but it's a point nonetheless. Sevilla being the only ones keeping pace. Um with Madrid, of course, also having their focus in the Champions League, the games against PSG, etc. They at least need to be have it with the objective of say, come April, May, we have to be in there with it. We need to be there with you know a handful of points or like three points, as little points as possible, to at least hope for a step up of Madrid and be able to capitalize on something what we weren't able to capitalize on a few se- or uh, was it last season? Right, last season when we were you know we had a, a say a, a four course race title where Sevilla was also still in there with a chance to like they want to be one level up, better in a better position. Come. Cr- time to potentially uh, win La Liga, at least contend for it until the very last match day. And and, and I genuinely think that Lopetegui has been working with this team and, and, and I credit him as a coach and the players as well to be talented and skillful enough to at least be able to accomplish that you know uh, I know that the f- narrative usually is Sevilla just can't keep the pace uh, well, maybe this is the year where they can, you know, maybe this is the year, maybe this is the year, at least that's how they see it. That's how, if I'm Lopetegui, I'm, 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 you know, putting uh, this message down their throat to make them believe that this is our year. This is the year where we, you know, are going to compete until the very last match. They were, we are going to make Madrid stumble and fumble and we're going to snatch it and run away with the league title. Because I, you know, if they don't capitalize it on it this year, then 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 just forget about it. Because it is going to be Barça Real Madrid, you know, very soon once the the Mbappes and the Haalands come one to Barça, one to Madrid. I like it. I like the I like the Sevilla optimism, and I would like to believe that that's true. And I, you know, like you bring up a good point. We've always said like we need Sevilla to stop being this team that changes twenty two players every every season. Obviously, that's an exaggeration, but like. They do wholesale changes. They're still very good, and it's very impressive, but they sustain it. But, like, we would love to see just Sevilla go into this mode for a few years where they keep building on top of what they're getting. And Lopetegui's done an amazing job of that. And you look at this summer, they didn't, like, they didn't have a, an exodus. I mean, they lost Brian Hill, which was a disaster for all parties involved. Disaster for Brian Hill, Sevilla, who could have... You really, How's he doing? Not good. Mm. I mean, he's not playing. Okay. He's just, he's barely, he's not yeah. playing. Um, so anyways, but like, you know, they brought in Rafa Mir, they brought in Delaney, who had, you know, a good game on the weekend. So Lamella, obviously on a free. So I think maybe this is the year and they held on to Kunde, addition by subtraction, getting rid of Luke Tupin, 
Uh, hey, he does not because something is something. Just a little bit better. So yeah, look, I I, I like I like the take. I like I would like to think that you're correct. Um, and certainly, if you have a Rakitic that is as consistent as he is, sorry, I'm interrupt. No, Rakitic was what a goal, crazy goal. A goal. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. And 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 if you have these kind of players, just you know, have a, a very consistent, let's say, output, because that's what it prizes in the end of the Liga, right? It's consistency. Some people don't place importance or value to it; others do, such as coaches, uh, as you like Zidane and Pep. It's the most important competition. If these players, if Lopetegui can get this kind of consistency from their players in a year where Barca is out of the race, fifth out of the Champions League. Uh, your closest competitor is is uh, Rayo. They've got to take this opportunity. And like I said, despite M- Madrid's consistency and ability to continue to pick up points, you know, it's not the best Madrid that we've seen either. So so uh, it, it's a weakened Real Madrid from that perspective uh, where they need to see that as something that they can, you know, capitalize on and benefit from. Agree. I mean, the the amount of parity now from like one to seven is is really refreshing. I know we always talk about you know quote unquote weaker league, which it is. Let's be honest, compared to the La Liga glory days where we were dominating Europe and dominating the Europa League and the Champions League and all that. But it, the parity is there, and it's, so it's 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 also entertain more entertaining in that in some sense. Um, so, did you enjoy this game? It was a good game. I, 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 quite frankly, yeah, I really did enjoy. It. Great. I mean, yeah. just by looking at it on TV, when Ocampos, or uh, was it Ocampos? Yeah, Ocampos scored yeah. at the end. The atmosphere, uh, the adrenaline, beautiful stuff. I mean, it's it's peak La Liga football when it got to that stage. And yeah. we also had a lot of drama, a lot of storylines. Luis Suarez, and with Atletico still being able to, you know, Joao Felix pulling out some fucking miracle, like amazing shot as well, still able to almost get the equalizer in the very well, end. This, end this like happened the against Real Madrid too, where they benched Joao Felix and then brought him in the second half, and immediately he did so much than more than anyone else at Atletico was doing in the first half. Like, look, Atletico had some. I think Joao Felix needs is a starter. Like, he's too good to be kind of in and out of the team. That's my opinion. When you look at yeah. They had some bad luck too. Llorente going off injured in the first half. Trippier also all of a sudden had a harder job on that yeah. right flank. Then you had... I don't understand why Luis Suarez is starting at, he's, at, at this stage. Cunha needs to be there over him. And then Suarez has the audacity to put in a shit performance and then yell at Simeone <laughs> so when he comes off. So who, by the way, who, so wins in a, who wins in a fight? Simeone or, or Suarez? Wow. That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know. I'm not betting against either. I'm not betting against Cholo. Not betting, but you can't I, bet against Suarez. I think, I, think I, my money's on Cholo for that one. I think so, right? Yeah, I feel like you just Suarez, go straight for the gonads. Well, you go straight for the old boss. Suarez is a lot of bark. Well, have <laughs> not like go. Yeah, I was yeah, going yeah. to say Suarez's bark, not bite, but we all know that would be a terrible opinion given the fact that he is literally bite. But uh, I just feel like Cholo would have more. Substance, su- uh, substance, <laughs> substance. Yeah, we'll go with substance. Yeah. I just feel like he would come more like ready to murder. Ready. I feel like Suarez would, would kind of shy away from knife one, between like, the teeth. You know, so Simeone would pull out knives and like stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would just go berserk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like straight for the gonads and not let go. Yeah, yeah. 
maybe even just he would cut the gonads off. I wouldn't put it past them to to go really, really like. I mean, let's be honest. The fight would be fucking over in three seconds, and Cholo would walk away walk away with his balls. Man, and manscape them. Cholo would have Suarez's balls <laughs> in one hand and his head in the other hand. <laughs> exactly. Give it to us. So, uh, what else? A lot of uh, more action. A <laughs> hey, big game between. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna turn the page and uh, okay, move page. over to the Athletic Betis. I don't know if you got a chance to see this. Uh, it's definitely worth watching the highlights if you didn't. Uh, it was a very entertaining match where uh, again Atletic uh, did get the upper hand. Uh, again, a great Betis and a great Atletic with the fans. Both sets of fans are fantastic. Because, I mean, these are just historic clubs. These are the kind of teams that I want to see perform this kind of football consistently, and they have to be always up there, you know, in the upper half competing for European football. And and quite frankly, what we've seen uh, from Betis so far this season has been uh, just really, really good um, and enjoyable to watch. Uh, Atletic uh, is, what is it now? Uh, actually, two, oh, three points behind us now. I thought they were a little bit up. But you look at that upper half of uh, the league standings at this point, Kian. You got Espanyol in 10th, Atletic in 9th, Valencia in 8th, Barcelona in 7th, Real Sociedad in 6th. Atletico in fifth, Rayo fourth, Betis third, Sevilla second, Real Madrid first. That's like when you when you go you say top ten classic La Liga teams or or, or, or you know list give, give me a list of ten La Liga teams you know that would be the list of classic La Liga teams that you would list off with maybe the exception of, of Rayo. I mean, for me, Rayo Vallecano, make no mistake, and this is no offense to the fans, is un clásico de la Liga. In fact, the first time that I was, uh, and I wanted to, to check this out before the show, because this is not the first time that we see a Rayo competing in that upper half, or even, sorry, in the European spots of La Liga in the first half of the season. Um, and it was the first season that they were promoted. And I'm, I'm going back to the 98 season. Um when, you know, this team from Madrid, it was like the third, fourth team from Madrid at the time that I got to know what that, that looked like they were wearing jerseys, you know, shirts from uh, River Plate uh, and that were just competing. You know, they were there in, in the second and third for the first half of the season in, in their early promoted years. A very similar occurrence to what they have now. So anyway, my point being is I'm taking nothing away from them, but maybe like a Villarreal obviously should be maybe included in that top 10. Uh, but it's just from from a competition, from a competitive standpoint, I think it's it's an interesting league, uh, despite the big gap that uh, Real Madrid, of course, has opened up uh, with his competitors. Uh, aside from that, is we're we're just seeing some good football, uh, Kian. We're just seeing some lot, good football. Just a lot of fun stories. A lot of fun stories. Yeah, you fun stories. Athletic, if they can, if just ever get someone who can put the ball in the back of the net consistently. I mean, we finally saw Nyaki score on the weekend, but. And they, they beat a Betis team with, and they're playing without Unai Simon and Inigo Martinez who have COVID. Uh, but they beat a Betis team who are flying, and so you get like all these like yeah. cool stories and the, and the Rios and all these all these teams. And the, again, the parody. And this is like going back to Sevilla for one second here. This is like Real Madrid's mm. best start to a season in years, and Sevilla are right there. They're right there. Um, so like we often, you know. Like, 
it's easy to overlook Sevilla, and we the headlines yep. are always Real Madrid and Atletico. This is the gap. Real yep. Madrid and Barcelona. This is the gap. But no one ever talks about That's that. The There's like yep. barely a gap between Real Madrid and Sevilla. You know, right? They're 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 right there. Exactly. Um, totally. Do you want to take a couple uh, patron questions? Yes. Yeah, All right. So I don't know if you've seen these, but uh, I feel like no. you'll you'll have fun answering at least one of these. Kimberly Yao, our okay. patron. By the way, if you want responses to questions and access to bonus content, patreon.com slash churros y tacticas. Uh, our four children depend to have, like, if we put rice on the table for them, we depend on that. So Kimberly says, hey, Diego, it's a question for you. Do you think, like, if... One day I just wasn't on the podcast. Anyone would notice? They'd be like, "Oh, was there another yeah. guy with Diego on the I, podcast?" I, I, I think I think the debates have shown that you have the majority of the uh, fans and followers but, on this but podcast. But they just know that it's like someone versus Diego. Do they know it's like? <laughs> no, I'm constantly referred to as the other guy. They're like the <laughs> other guy. Kian should get rid. The other guy. Fuck the other guy. <laughs> Fucking fanboy. The other guy over there. <laughs> Uh, totally right. not. Come on, Kimberly man. Kimberly says, hey, Diego, where's the best place for a Kool-Aid to watch a Barca game while in Madrid? Sorry, what? So repeat that again? Where's the best place for a Kool-Aid to uh-huh. watch a Barcelona uh. game in Madrid? The Bernabeu, baby. Go to the Bernabeu. <laughs> Watch a Clásico in the uh, in the Bernabeu. That's 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 a good experience. Of course, it depends on the outcome. I've, I've been fortunate. I've watched two. We won uh, both. We won both. Um, okay, but I think this question is the context. Yes, yes, Probably I understand. She's I understand. She's in Madrid, and she wants to know. Like, man, I I not you know I lived in Madrid for very very happy years, for the best years of my life. You'll never hear me say a bad word about Madrid, la ciudad, the city. Um, and uh, the football where I, that I, or the get togethers that say for Cules, the, the best one has to be the Peña. I don't know if it still exists. It has been a long time. It's been eight or nine years now that I moved away. Uh, a lot changes, but Google, you know, Peña Blaugrana Madrid, uh, Barça Peña Madrid, then you know you're rest assured that uh, at least you're watching amongst your own kind, and uh, your screams, and yells at the bars won't necessarily look that uh, aggressively or uh, in you know a sideways kind of manner. Um, but then there's look plenty of bar. I, I have to look it up. I'm sorry, I didn't see these questions. So um, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I I can't I can't give you any names right now. I cannot. Okay. Cannot. Well, maybe yeah. you can think about it also and come back next week. I don't really know the This is a Patreon. I can answer her uh on Patreon, right? For sure. I can just message her. For sure. Then I will do that. What's her name? Kimberly. Kimberly, I will send you names of bars. I will Google it and I will uh, try to refresh the old noggin and the old mind and see you where in, uh, you lived in Chambury, right? Is that what you told me a long time? Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite, yeah. place, favorite part of Madrid. It's super, super beautiful. Oh, it's the best. People it's need to best. go see that part and just walk around instead of just yeah. putting their nose in soul. I'm kind of, I'm really, I'm, I'm kind of like over the whole downtown core where it's just like all tourists. 
But yeah, like, when yeah, you go to no, like places can, like Chamba, you, I, you know, I really like Malasaña. So much fun is, is the places I Malasaña on the areas I ventured up to. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, we have well, listen. I mean, like now that you mentioned Chamberi, what, what what comes to mind? I mean, most of the time I would just watch games at home. Uh, you know, rarely. I mean, when I would get together, let's say with a friend to watch a game at the bar, it would just be at a bar like that we would know. It would not necessarily be like a football, like a sports bar. But the best place, I mean, the best times to watch a game. Uh, I won't tell you the best place, but the best times is like summertime. You know, because then the seats come out and they actually for the latter stages of the Champions League draws and that's when you mentioned Chambari that's why I want to bring that up they have the televisions facing outside of the plazas let's say so you can or of course the Euro Cups or World Cups as well so uh, the the plazas the squares get filled up and we're gonna gather around watch the game it's not any bar necessarily you just go to a plaza square and see where you can actually get a seat because they fill up so quickly but, uh, anyway I'll, I'll get back to our patron and and, and DMs. All right. Well, there's one more because I know I hear kids. Kids are hungry. They're like, they're like, Bubba, are we going to get paid? No, they're fed. I've missed dinner. That's what we do. Miss dinner for the pod. Uh, this last question, you're not going to like as much. Umar Mahadi, our patron, says, can we consider Vinicius Jr. currently the best player in Europe this season if he continues at this level and wins the Champions League slash league or both? Would he be a favorite to win one? Uh, a Ballon d'Or that is. P.S. How does Ramos versus Puyol or PK sound for future debate? It sounds horrible. It sounds. Horrible. <laughs> oh my god! Um, it sounds that would raise some pulses. Vinicius? Question is yes, no doubt. If if Vinicius wins everything to, uh, that our patron uh, just mentioned, you know, give him the golden ball. There's no doubt if he keeps this up. I think Messi would win because he probably sneezed in a Paris coffee shop and they were like, <laughs> wow. I agree. I just cha- You just changed my mind. Look at that. The power of the baits. Um, on a serious note, is he the best player in Europe? I don't, I can't put him, I can't give him that label right now because I still think that goes to the Lewandowski, Mbappe, um, you know, and then you got you got to bring in the players like the Salah, Salahs who just having an amazing season, and you got a lot of great players who are having amazing seasons like Bernardo Silva, for example. I'm not saying Vinicius is beneath Bernardo Silva, for example, but I'm just saying like he's not Vinicius Junior as good as he's been. He's not the de facto best player in Europe this season. If he wins the Champions League in the league, I think we can definitely talk about him along with Benzema as like you know Ballon d'Or candidates for sure. Um, you good to end it there? We yeah, did, yeah. We actually yeah, talked yeah. about Real Madrid, but that's okay. Yeah, well, you anything you want to get off of your chest? I felt that it was a penalty. Which one? I saw you tweeting, uh, Churros, and saying that, <laughs> I thought, uh, and I bet on, no man. one expected that to be you. That's <laughs> no, nobody did. I wanted to see. I was like, is this gonna make like thousands of retweets and likes? Only got five. Last time I checked, uh, it got five likes. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I was tweeting something to my mother. These are brothers and sisters. I get five likes. I think they were. For me, like- that was a penalty. Okay. Which one was that? Which one were you talking? Guys, I don't even remember. I barely remember refereeing decisions. The big one that I remember is the Casemiro um, one. But Benzi Benzema cuts into the box and gets like sort of two ankle taps almost. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, there were a couple of those. I mean. 
Um, the biggest one from that was the Casemiro one, which I remember obviously because that's the one that everyone's talking about. But um, yeah, look, it probably balanced out in the end because I think there's a case for Casemiro to have been sent off as well. Um, of course. Yeah, do I want to get anything off of my chest for the Cadiz game? Uh, not really, nothing that I haven't already said. Uh, just that, you know, has we were decimated, our right wing is decimated with injuries and um, for that reason, Hazard, Ancelotti before the game said Hazard is going to start not because of the injuries but because he's earned it, which I, um, the lie detector to me says that that is a lie. And okay. I think that's probably just something that he's probably supposed to say publicly, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I have no, I have no issue with him lying about that. But I'm just saying, I just don't buy it. Um, Hazard had a really, really poor first half. He looked a little bit better in the second half because he ventured away from the right wing and started to come over to the left and combine with Vinicius and Hazard and, and Benzema. That is, um, Cadiz played an extremely low block, played ultra defensive, and Real Madrid. It was kind of similar to the Sheriff game where it was like if you replay that, you know, 100 times, you win that 99 times probably. Um, you know, the XG was almost three. I think uh, ESPN actually had it over three. Understat had it at 2.8. And, you know, it's just one of those games that you reflect on at the end of the season. And, like, hopefully it doesn't, doesn't make the difference between winning the title and not winning the title. And this was almost like we all joked about it. This is the game we're going to finally drop points as Cadiz. Not not Atletico, not Athletic, not Sevilla, not Inter. It's this one, and it, and it happened. So credit to Cadiz. There was that whole thing where uh, Cervera apologized to Carlo after the game for playing that way. And I'm like, dude, you have nothing to apologize for. Your Cadiz, whatever works, works. You got two points. Good for good for you. Um, I see you squinting, so I, you probably don't know the context. The context is that. Severa, no, I get it. Yeah, Severa was like, um, look, I, you know, I, I told Angela, like, sorry, like, we have to play this way. Um, so, it just, yeah. Oh, one more thing. I asked... No, uh, I, I was agreeing. I was squinting because I was agreeing with you. I was oh, going, yeah, of course, they got to get the points that they... It's because you froze on the squint. So, it was just like, it was oh. just a 10-second squint for me. But I saw. Um Oh. Yeah, there was one Fucking, more thing. Is it doing the freezing thing again? I'm sorry, guys. God damn. I don't know if it was doing it all feed, but it's. Uh, I, I just looked up and it did that. Yeah. Um, yeah, quickly, one more thing. We'll end with this, I think. What? Just to clarify something, because I actually asked Cervera after the game about. What hey, he, yeah, I got, you got a question now. Sorry, go. What he did in the first half to kind of limit the impact of Nisis and Hazard. Being, yeah. And Hazard, I saw that tweet. One of the small details that he kind of said in passing in that was we didn't plan anything specifically for Hazard. And I think a lot of people like saw that part of it and like I saw that part laughing their ass off. And I don't think it was meant to be like a highlight of the quote. It was something like more like, you know, we we had a game plan for Vinny. If we we're gonna force him out wide, we don't let him cut inside. Let him go out wide as much as he wants and cross it, but we do not let him cut inside and shoot it. Uh, and Hazard, we didn't plan anything. And I think he—I don't think he meant to let to be as a dig because I think a lot of people interpret it as like, man, Cadiz's his manager is is, la- is is taking digs at Hazard. He's laughing at us. He has no respect for Hazard. It wasn't—I don't think it was meant to be like that. It was more like in the passing of the quote, he also said, 
you know, we didn't really plan for Hazard that way. And I think that's, it's more of just like, well, we weren't sure if he was going to play. That's one. Uh, and also, he can't really cut in and do damage from the right side anyway. So I just wanted to, I feel like that was just something that I wanted to. A coach say. would never, ever, unless it's something personal, a coach would never humiliate a player in that way. So mm-hmm. that's that's uh, up to the people, the fans, to interpret it. And right. it's free to interpretation, especially if you just read it or it's translated and you don't, you know. Yeah. Um, but but uh, he would have. Why is it in his interest to humiliate a player like Hazard like that? It w- uh, 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 they'll be way too humble and and respectful to ever do that. So you know, yeah. I don't. But it did read like that. I have to when I it read does, the it tweet, did. it yeah. stood out. It stood out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. like that is what he said. It was the literal quote. It's just that the way he verbalized it was more of like he kind of just said, "Oh yeah, and Hazard, we didn't plan for anything really." But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, listen, next show we have two massive games to talk about. Massive, massive, massive games. And uh, we, I don't know. So do you want to tell us how you feel before the Sevilla game? Are you allowed to say anything? See, I, I'm, uh, I feel optimistic and um, <clears throat> also very aware that, you know, a draw would be a good result. Good, a good play from the youngsters and having yeah. some of the vets understand what Xavi wants from them will be seen as an encouragement. Three points would be happy new year, uh, you know, set off the fireworks because I don't think anybody expects that necessarily to walk away from Sanchez Pijuan with three points. So we are a great team right now, um, you know, and better than us, better position than us. So, uh, but. You know, I'm feeling optimistic. I'm hoping some that we can uh, make it interesting. Okay. Well, good luck. We got Real Madrid at San Mames on Wednesday. We got Barca at Pijuan on Tuesday. And we got a banger of a show on Friday exclusively over on patreon.com slash churros y tacticas. So we look forward to seeing you there on the inside. Diego, thank you, my man. It was fun. And we'll, uh, we'll chat then. Peace. Always. Peace out. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.